what is up guys combat addict here uh, i'm sure you're all wondering why i look like vegeta from dragon ball z when he's on namek and he gets that cool black suit uh actually if you really want let me show you the whole getup right now i i've got like the whole like dad tummy going on here but other than that i i actually i'm i'm i'm, I'm murdered out i'm blacked out i got my my uh my shorts on i got my black my black rash guard on because i'm ready for wrestling class boy wrestling class is going on tonight so excited for that uh haven't been to a wrestling class since march and it is currently for those of you who are watching this in the future for whatever reason that you'd be watching this in the future uh september my brain literally almost couldn't even do that calculation <laughs> uh it hasn't even been a long day i just just brain's just not working the way it should be in that moment but in any case man that's why i look like a dragon ball z villain slash protagonist um excited for that though i really think that if i had if i had wrestled in high school I, I would have fallen in love with it because th that is the kind of sport where you just you get what you put in and if you work really hard you will just be really good and that is like almost everything i've ever put my mind to i just grind to the point of insanity i will i will work myself to death if 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 it is possible like i remember with other things in my life like, uh, for example, just doing heavy bag work. Like, I remember I had this heavy bag at the gym that I would go to. And uh, I, it's not even like it was a, a boxing gym or anything. This was like a, this was like a, like a, like a, like a planet fitness or like a good life fitness type thing. Like this is, this is just a regular old gym that I was going to and they had a punching bag and I would go in there and throw leg kicks and in and, and high kicks and punches on this bag. And I remember one one night I did it for so long that I literally couldn't hold myself up any longer after one of the punches that I threw and I collapsed to the ground. For the next two to three weeks afterwards, my hands were, were were incredibly sore like in between my fingers around my fingers like they were tender and my my uh manager at the time good guy good guy dave that's a uh, good guy dave he was good he was a good he was a good boss man honestly um a lot, a lot of people <laughs> talk bad about him sometimes which i i mean i didn't really understand like why they didn't like him all that much but i don't know maybe i'm just being Sometimes he'd do things and I'd be like, eh, but honestly, most of the time he was nice to me. Anyways, good guy Dave goes, um, yeah, no, yeah, you probably damaged the ligaments in your hands. And I believe he was like a sport therapist for the Hamilton type. Actually, maybe I shouldn't even say that because I shouldn't like mention his name. But, um, I mean, you know, Dave is generic, but specific details, not so much, right? He was just a, he was a, a, a sports therapist for a, a prominent football team. So he knows what he's talking about. 
when it comes to the body. And yeah, I just punched the bag until like I tore my ligaments up in my hands. And for the next three weeks, my hands just hurt. So if I had actually gotten into wrestling in grade nine or something like that when I was 14 years old, I, I truly believe that I would have taken that to a whole other level. I am so serious because I would have loved it. I love wrestling now. And I just know for a fact that if I had wrestled in high school, it would have been a wrap. <laughs> it would have been a wrap. I would have, oh man, I would ruin people's worlds. Oh my gosh. Wrestling is fun. I've always said that wrestling is something like a roller coaster. It's uh, a lot of drops and rising and flying all over the place. Even when you're getting thrown by another human being, it's, it's kind of cool, you know? And I was a running back, right? So me, me being slammed on the ground, that doesn't really bother me at all. It never really has. I don't know what, maybe I just have different nerves or something like that. But the, 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 the jolt of being thrown to the ground doesn't bother me. So I don't know what that's about, but because a lot of people say like, oh, that's like a tough position to play. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun, man. I don't do that anymore though. In any case, we're doing wrestling tonight at 7 PM. So I got like literally one hour to record this podcast. Before I have to get the hell out of here. Go pick up my friend so we can go do that. So that's what's going on there. Um, I want to start with something that. I mean everybody's hyped about this. And I'm probably going to make a fight profile. About this particular fighter. I have to fess up and be honest with you guys. I was a part of. Uh, a bit of the era before this. With the Forrest Griffin. Stefan Bonner. Uh, GSP. I knew who all these people were. Josh Koscheck, Dan Hardy. I had seen Dan Hardy's fight against GSP, for example. I knew who these people were. But that was like me as a kid watching Spike TV. I didn't have parents who were uh, buying pay-per-views or watching fights with me or anything like that. So even though I know who Nick Diaz was, uh, ironically... I have actually never watched a full Nick Diaz fight. Which is crazy. Because I've watched so much UFC. But I've seen clips of Nick Diaz fight. I know who Nick Diaz is. I've seen Nick Diaz's face. I know his brother's Nate. I've seen Nate Diaz fight. I've seen all of this. But I actually have never seen a Nick Diaz fight. And... That probably has something to do with this crazy layoff he's had. I think he hasn't fought for six years or something like that. Uh, but that's really not even any excuse because he was a part of that older era as I was talking about. But uh, yeah, man. And I'm sure that so many people right now have just facepalmed and, and are, you know, placing metaphorical guns in their mouths. Not actually. But uh, yeah, man. They're just like, wow, I can't believe this guy. But that's the truth. That's the truth, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. But I'm going to make up for it by making a fight profile for him and watching all of his fights. <laughs> I'm going to watch so many fights, man. That's literally so many I've got to watch to make a profile for this guy. Just in honor of him coming back. 
So I'll do that for you guys, and I hope you like it. I'll try to make it as funny as humanly possible. People were telling me that they really appreciated the humorous side of my videos and I and I and I appreciate you telling me that I like that you tell me that because I'll just do more I'll do more of the stuff that I do that you like if you like that I do something just tell me and I will do it more if you want more of something just let me know let me know how much more of it you want I will give it to you all right I will be the sugar daddy of YouTube videos I will give you whatever you want you just need to let me know um, but anyways, Nick Diaz is coming back. Nick Diaz is coming back, and there are a lot of people who want a piece of him. Uh, Darren Till, Darren Till immediately came out and said, if Nick Diaz wants to come back and scrap, who's the biggest star uh, fight and best fight for him outside the middleweight champ? Me, that's who. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, I feel like there's something about Darren Till that just I I I I, I don't know. The more the more I see him interact with people in the UFC, the more I see him just go about his his his, his day to day life. I'm like, man. Are you looking for, I don't know, I think that he's one of those fighters now who's just trying to get paged, I, uh, paid. I don't think he's trying to be, I don't think he's trying to be the best anymore in the sense that this is clearly a money play. Like, can anybody debate that that's not clearly a money play? And for Darren Till, it's not even like he's got to make that kind of play. I mean, maybe it's not clearly a money play, but... Look, my opinion is that it seems like he's doing this for the amount of hype that would come with that. Like, why are you trying to fight somebody who's not even ranked? Yeah, they've got a big name, but like, you don't even know what they're capable of. They've been off for six years. Why are you like, what, like, what do you have to do with, with, with Nick Diaz? That's what I'm saying. And, like, that's not a good fight for Nick either. I mean, in terms of just physical stature, that is not a good fight for Nick Diaz. I mean, clearly, the advantage in, in, in size, at the very least, goes to Darren Till. You know what I mean? And so, there's there's something about Darren Till. Sometimes I just feel like he's... Um, it's almost like he's just looking for... Like somebody he can beat up on. There was a part of me that, and I don't know if this is true, and I'm not trying to talk badly about Darren Till, but I'm just saying even the fact that he would cut down to 170, you know, at all costs, right? So difficult for him to do so. But he's fighting people who he's he's just bigger than. Like when you look at Darren Till, he's a very wide, big individual. And it just seems to me that he's he's looking for somebody to sort of, he's not looking for a challenge, man. He's looking for a win. And that is something that I don't feel very, like that, I, I feel, it's, that I feel scummy about that. You know what I mean? That That's something that I 
feel scummy about. And um, I mean, would that be a good fight, man? I don't even know. I don't even know. I think Nick is gonna. I mean, is Nick really about to come back? Um, to Darren Till right away? Is that really how we're about to do Nick? We're not even gonna give him a tune-up fight or nothing. We're just gonna throw him in there with Darren Till. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe Darren Till isn't as good as everybody thought he was, and and uh, this is this is this is what he's about. You know what I'm saying? He's 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 because I'm saying how hasn't he called anybody else out? Like how is it that he's or not even just called anybody else out? And I know why he's he's you know called Nick Diaz out because Nick Diaz is coming back, right? Nick Diaz is 6-1. So the, you know what the interesting thing is is that he's actually taller than Darren Till who's 6 foot according to Sherdog. So perhaps, you know, size the size disadvantage isn't really there. But I don't know, man. I just think that somebody who's got all this ring rust on them, they haven't been back for six years. You know what? Maybe I take that back. Maybe it's not even that bad. Maybe I think the reason that I'm saying this is because I just feel like Darren Till is not living up to what I, what we had hoped he would live up to. Like he just is not the nasty competitive individual that we thought he was and that just disappoints me i think that that's really where this comes from but honestly i don't even know who i would choose for for nick to fight because like i said i i haven't even seen nick fight i've just seen clips of nick but I don't know. I mean, I'd probably give him somebody in the top 15 to start. I probably wouldn't just throw him right in the top 10. Because that just might end up with him getting finished. Unless that's what he wants. Unless he wants somebody in the top 10. You know? But, I mean, look, man. It's, it's, a, it's a bunch of killers in there. It's a bunch of killers in there, man. But, hey... Hell, you know what? Darren Till, that seems like a decent option. Darren Till seems like a decent option. And, uh, I mean, if he is thinking 170, Steven Wonderboy Thompson, they're both just ranked number six. You know what? I take that back. Wonderboy Thompson also said that he wanted to fight Nick Diaz. And you know what? Both of those fights are, are acceptable. Those Both of those fights aren't a problem. DC was talking about Leon Edwards taking on Nick Diaz. And honestly, I think that that makes sense. I'm going to be straight with you guys. I think that that is actually the better option for both Nick and Leon. We know that Leon is not some crazy finisher. Okay. We know that Leon wants a big name. Okay. That's what Leon wants. If Leon wants Nick Diaz, I'd give him Nick Diaz. 
because I think that Diaz, like, he needs a tune-up. I don't know if Nick Diaz just wants to step in there with a murderer right off the bat. If he does, okay, whatever. Like, don't give him Leon because Leon is not really, like, known for, for, for ending people, right? But if Nick is just like, look, I just want to fight somebody, man, give him, like, even if he loses to Leon, I, I don't assume it will be, like, a horrible loss. You know what I mean? But if you give him, if you give him, like... I don't know, man. You give him Till and he hasn't been in there for however long. Like, this man finished Donald Cowboy Cerrone. You know what I'm saying? He's not a joke. So it's just like, like, he went five rounds with Robert Whitaker. You get me? So what I'm saying is, like, I don't think you just give him Darren Till right away. Like, I think Darren Till needs to be more... He needs to be seeking a challenge. I mean, even if he doesn't fight somebody who's ranked above him because he's lost the last couple fights or or two of the last three, you know, he's got to... He's got to... Uh, I don't know, man. I think that he's got to do... He's got to do better than that. I just feel that. I just feel if you go five rounds with Robert Whitaker, you don't just take some guy who's coming off of the uh, the bench six years. But you know what? I could be wrong about that. I could be wrong about that. Right? Wonderboy Thompson, though, I mean, that is a fight for, for Nick Diaz. That's like a little bit more friendly. A little bit. But even then, like, Wonderboy will finish people. He is really a striking expert. And Nick's boxing, I know he boxes. <laughs> Nick's boxing, man, is not a good matchup for all that karate. That is not the fight that Nick wants. I'll tell you right now, Nick does not want to get in there with some point fighter who's going to piece him up and then knock him out. He doesn't want that. So I don't think he's going to take that, that fight. I don't know, man. I don't have the answer to this question. I do not have the answer to this question. I'm going to be straight up and honest with you guys. I don't know. But we heard that Nick is coming back, so... Dana White says he knows, like, nothing about this, though. Dana White has said, like, like Nick hasn't contacted us at all. We have no idea whether or not this is actually happening. Right? Um. So something that's pretty interesting... Apparently, Kamzat Shemiv is fighting Gerald Mearshart and then Damian Maya like a month apart. And it's booked. Like, both of the fights are already booked. I mean, this is pretty crazy. He's fighting uh, Gerald in October. And then uh, during Tuesday night's uh, Dana White's Contender Series Season 4 Week 6. Yahoo Sports reported that the fight between Shamev and Mayev is a go, but it will likely take place in mid-November instead of Abu Dhabi. The UFC president spoke with, uh, with members of the media following the Contender Series event and confirmed that that was the case. I don't know how that played out. This is Dana talking. But that's how we're doing it. White told reporters backstage at the Apex. I told these guys, get them two fights. Get them one here in Vegas and one fight, one on Fight Island. 
and he's fighting both here. I don't know why we're doing that. We're doing that, but whatever. It's all good. Now, I've never even heard of this happening before. Like, I just, I'm like, wait, what? So, like, okay, so let me get this right. Even if he loses to Gerald, which is, honestly, I think it's actually highly likely that that's possible, that he will lose. Because I already talked about how this guy hasn't beat anybody. Like, he beat, he beat one guy whose first fight in the UFC he was notified about 10 days prior, right? And the other guy is some journeyman that really nobody knows about. These are the people he beat. Now he's going up against Gerald Mearshart. And my whole question is like, why are you assuming that he's going to win this fight? That's my whole thing. Like, how are you assuming that he's going to win not only that, but uh, that in the event that he loses, he's still going to fight Damian Maya. Like, doesn't that go to Gerald? I get why they're trying to market this guy so much because everybody, you know, smells Habib in the air. But the truth is there is only one Habib. <laughs> That's the truth. Habib is a unique individual. I really believe this. I do not think that this guy is the new Habib. And I don't even think that the, what Habib does is necessarily possible at all weight classes. Right? So, like, there's something about somebody being a 185-er that you kind of think, like, it's possible that, that that strategy that Habib has could be negated. Right? It could be more difficult as people get bigger. It could be. I don't know if that's... I don't know, but it could be. Maybe the strength dynamics are different. Or maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't matter because they're the same size. But I don't think that this guy comes out has the kind of experience that everybody... Like, he doesn't have the experience he would need to... To make this... To make this a clear-cut win in my personal opinion like I actually think he's probably gonna lose like if I had to put money down like I'm not putting money down on Kamzat the second guy he beat was a nobody literally like in the UFC he hadn't done anything yet so um no man I'm not putting my money on that guy I think he's gonna lose and then he's gonna fight Damian Maya and he's gonna get strangled like, he's going to get strangled. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be bad. Like, it's so crazy. If he wins against Gerald, hey, you know what? That's great. But he's not winning against Damian Maya. He's just not. I don't think so, man. Damian Maya went the distance with Kamaru Usman. Now, Kamaru, I'm pretty sure if I remember that fight correctly, pretty much owned him for the entire time. But Kamaru is a completely different organism. Completely different, man. That man is a genetic freak. The strength that Kamaru has, I guarantee you, is more than that of Kamzat. Like, it's not even a question. I, I, I don't believe that, that Kamaru Usman is weaker than Kamzat. And maybe I'm just saying that because of the 
the big burly muscles that I see on Kamaru. But uh, I don't know. I just have a feeling that uh, the fact that he, he literally manages to hold down every human being he comes into contact with, irrespective of whether or not they're Tyron Woodley, <laughs> I think that means something. You know? But uh, anyways, man, this guy... This guy is really getting, really getting attention, really. And uh, I've got a message here from 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 Gerald, the, and he wants to say something. He wants to say something. Yeah, yeah, and I'll keep saying oh. it every. But I have to hold on one moment, guys. Hold on, I gotta fix this. I'm sorry. Hold on, let me fix this for you guys. Yeah, yeah, and I'll keep saying it every time someone asks me. I I find it disrespectful. Yeah. I find it disrespectful that the promotion thinks that they can just line this up and put it out there in public. And I think it's disrespectful that uh, Chimiev is, like, completely okay with, like, oh, yeah, line this guy up. I'll beat him. I don't got to cut a lot of weight, and then I'll go fight somebody else. So far in the UFC, you fought a lightweight that came up to welterweight for his debut. Didn't look that great. And then you fought a middleweight who had a rough weight cut and is – Really not that dangerous on the ground. It's only dangerous if you stand up and slug with him. And now you're going to fight a middleweight who's going to be bigger, stronger, and my technique's going to be way better in the grappling department. So to think that you can start setting up fights afterwards, you know, against a guy who, by the way, I'm tied with for most submissions in the middleweight division, is if it's not disrespectful, I don't know what is. Okay, and that is what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what people are thinking. Like, honestly, I get it in the sense that I myself almost want to fall in love with this idea as Kamzat being this crazy new phenomena. He's going to be like the next Habib Conor McGregor mix that's just going to shoot through the, you know, the, the, the MMA world and everyone's going to, he's going to be everyone's favorite fighter. I get like the 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 feeling right that you have about the guy in your chest and usually i'm right about that feeling but the reason that i feel off about this is because that feeling is being brought on by the amount of attention the ufc is trying to give this guy and not just the ufc like all of the mma like news outlets memes everywhere like the like the people are talking about this kid you know what i mean people are really talking about this guy and i actually do believe that it's not all hype like the kid is skilled he's got skills don't get me wrong but man there are really levels to this thing if we haven't learned anything from johnny walker right if we haven't learned anything from alexander hernandez right like you you think you think that they're 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 this this new thing but i'm telling you bro like there are people out here who are capable of things that you just don't understand like what wh have you ever watched a fight that looks really boring and the commentators go this is a high level striking match here okay I don't know if they're saying that just to keep people interested or whatever, but if they're if they mean that when they say that, you got to understand there are things that people know that you can't even see. You can't even see like some of the things that people are doing.
So when I say like there are levels to this thing, I'm imagining that Kamzat needs to know that if that's all he's planning to do, he's just planning to Habib the hell out of everybody. He needs to remember that if I know what you're going to do, you're one step behind me already. Unless you are just so unbelievably strong that you can lift me up and walk me over into the corner, then great. But I don't think he's going to be able to do that to Gerald. I just don't believe that he's going to be able to do that to him. And then Damian Maya as well. I don't, I don't see that happening. You know? And I, I don't know. I, I sort of feel bad for the guy in the sense that it's like, I think even he believes this hype of his. I think he even believes that uh, he's going to take Gerald out easy. But I don't really think that's that's the way this is about to go. Gerald is 6-1. He's got 31 wins. He's got 13 losses. This is a vet. Like, this is a proper veteran that he's up against. And, uh, yeah, man. Anyways. We're going to find out what happens. If he loses, it's going to be so weird that he fights Damian Maya, And this sets like a really awful precedent. I hope they don't do this again. I hope it's like conditional. I hope it's like, okay, whoever wins this fight fights Damian Maya, As opposed to, okay, well, you're a superstar. So you're just going to fight Damian Maya either way. But I'm imagining that they're doing this because they know that people are going to tune in to see Kamzat fight. The problem is less people are going to tune in if he loses. Like, if he loses, no, like, I wouldn't, like, it's not that I wouldn't care. Like, I probably still watch the fight because I just watch fights anyways. But I I just feel as if, like, if he loses, like, all of the hype is going to go away. And then he's going to fight Damian Maya, And then it's such a waste because it's like, why wouldn't you have saved that fight? I mean, I guess Damian Maya might retire soon, right? But, yeah, man, that doesn't make any sense. I think that, okay, theoretically, and this is the, this is true. This is so for real. Theoretically, right? Say that, say that, um, Kamzat beats both of these guys. You know what, what fight we got to make like a year, maybe a year and a half from now, we got to have Habib go up to 170 <laughs> and see who wins that fight. That's the fight to make if this guy wins both these fights and then continues to rise up. But um, if Kamzat really does continue to rise up like that, I want to see what happens when he when he when he makes his way over over to to Usman because Usman has a level of control that I don't think people that I don't think Kamzat is going to be able to deal with. But let's not get ahead of ourselves like the UFC did. And I think that Gerald is right, man. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful as hell. Gerald has been here. Putting in work, you know what I'm saying? He, he doesn't fight. <laughs> he doesn't get the fights that he wants. I mean, even though he's on like win loss, win loss, win win loss loss kind of kind of trajectory. Um, 
I don't think like I don't think this guy with 31 wins and 13 losses, that's 44 fights, is about to lose to Kamzat with eight wins. I just don't see it. Like I don't know. Like there's something about that that gap in experience and the level of competition that Kamzat has faced that just makes it so that I don't even understand why everyone is freaking out about this guy other than the fact that he resembles Habib. That's it. He resembles Habib. So everyone is like, oh my god. <laughs> He's gonna be one of the greatest of all time. Like, it's ridiculous, man. It's it's ridiculous. Anyways, man, that's that's it for today. We really don't even have like there really is not much going on today at all. There's not much going on this week. There's not much going on that I want to talk about. I'm gonna try to make that video. And try to have it come out a week from today. Because you guys got a video on Saturday. And you got a video on, what was it, Monday? I'm really spoiling you right now. I gave you two videos in like two days. I just got the bug and I just started working on them. So this next one I'm probably going to do for uh, next Wednesday. Or at least I'll release it next Wednesday-ish, probably Tuesday night, to be honest, because I'll be doing the podcast next week. If nothing goes on, I might not do the podcast next week, though, for the combat, so that's a thing. We got a lot of stuff to talk about for Saturday's podcast. Oh, my God, you got no idea. I don't, I don't think we're going to talk about everything. I think we're going to save some of it for next week, but that's what's going on with that, guys. So thank you for listening. Thank you. If you like this this podcast, this video, you can just listen to it instead of watching it on YouTube by going to Spotify or Apple Podcast. My Mouth Does the Talking is the podcast. You can find it on Google Play and all kinds of other podcast platforms. I'm not exclusive. I'm not Joe Rogan. So you can find my stuff all over the damn place. If you want to follow me on my social media, my Twitter and Instagram handle is The Combat Addict. That's me. But we don't do Snapchat. We don't do that here. Anyways, Combat Addict out.